step by step, you eventually find your way to a wonderful career and and, great opportunities that things that you would have never anticipated start coming your way. Just taking one step at a time, putting in a little work, having a little faith, and life happens. I'm your host, Rom Cook, and this is Contenders Wanted. Welcome to the Contenders Wanted Podcast, the podcast for those striving to get better every day and unleash their potential. If you're new to the show or haven't done so yet, please hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player and leave us a quick review. This helps other contenders find the show and lets us know how we can improve. Hello, contenders. Welcome to bonus episode one. For those of you that follow the show closely, you'll realize that this episode actually comes on an off week. And that's because recently I was featured on another podcast, Capital Stack with Derek Reiner. And on the show, Derek and I talk about my background and my journey through my career to get to where I am today. And as we were recording, I realized that this interview might actually be really valuable for some listeners of the show. Because a lot of us, in one way or another, have been stuck in a job that we really don't enjoy, that we feel kind of trapped, and that we'd love to just get out of. And I told my story of how I did just that in the course of this interview that I did with Derek. And so I thought, well, what the heck? Why don't I grab a portion of the audio, use it to provide a little bit of value to you listeners, telling my story and sharing with you how I did it. And at the same time, you can learn a little bit about me if you'd like. So... Before we jump in, just a little background here. Derek is asking me about some of my experience at a previous employer. But with that, let's jump right in. Now, would you speak to a little bit about what your role there was? I know you started as an assurance staff member, and then you positioned Mm -hmm. yourself after a little while to a senior tax accountant. Would you talk about each of those roles? Yeah. So kind of going back to earlier when I was talking about how you, you always have a plan, but then the plan adjusts, right? Uh, my last year in school, I, when I finally decided to drop dentistry, I said, okay, well, what the heck am I going to do? I did that internship and realized, okay, well, I don't necessarily want to be an accountant. All right. Well, what am I going to do? So I, I went and I networked like crazy. I went and met with tons of different people. I spoke to every professional I could from every different field, semi-connected to accounting. I went to all the networking events that were held in the the BYU Marriott School of Business. And uh, one day, I stumbled upon an investment banking club meeting where a gentleman by the name of Michael Phelps, no relation to the swimmer, Michael Phelps um, showed up and he was talking about wealth management. He had formerly worked at Merrill Lynch. He was a CPA. Um, Actually, he had started in public accounting, went and worked at Merrill Lynch, and then left and started his own firm. And I always had my criteria for what I wanted for my career. And I quickly realized, oh, that sounds really cool. That's really interesting. So I took a personal finance class and realized, wow, I love this stuff. I mean, I've always kind of dabbled in it, but this is, this is really cool. I think I want to do this. And from that point forward, it was like, okay, I had accepted a full-time job offer with Ernst and Young to work in audit because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I knew that starting at the highest levels, i.e. multinational accounting firm and doing audit, it's at least a great place to start. I'm going to get great experience, great exposure, and then I can figure it out from there. But I also, once I realized I want to do financial planning, I realized, well, that really doesn't apply to financial planning at all. So then I had to figure out, okay, how do I get from doing audit as a CPA full-time, by the way, which it means usually 80-hour weeks, especially during busy seasons, 
how in the world do I network my way and work my way out of this job into the job that I want to be in? And that was a tall order, right? Because at the same time, I'm also studying to get my CPA license. Because uh, I knew that if I got into wealth management, that that would be invaluable. So I had, had to make sure that I was going to get that. So I accepted the job in audit at Ernst & Young in the Bay Area in San Jose. And it honestly, it was a good experience. I learned a ton. I did audits for both public and private companies. I worked with some very, very smart people, made some great friends, um, but ultimately knew that that's not what I wanted. So after a year and a half or so working really hard, um, I started to interview up here in the Sacramento area because I'm originally from here. So I had some contacts and the uh, office manager, uh, the tax managing partner here in the Sacramento office, for instance, Young found out that I was interviewing because we had known each other previously. From He was a BYU grad as well. I had reached out to him and had some contact with him, talked with him in that course of networking and trying to figure out what to do. And um, he found out that I was interviewing at a different firm. So he calls me up and he's like, hey, what the heck? Why are you interviewing? Where do you think you're going? I said, well, you know my story. You know my path. You know what I'm trying to do here. He goes, well, what are you talking about? Just come and work for me. I said, really? I can do that? (laughs) Because usually at a a big place like Ernst & Young, you know this, certain... I want to say arms of the organization or certain business lines are very siloed. So at Ernst & Young, generally speaking, not always, but generally speaking, the assurance or IE audit business unit is very siloed from the tax unit and very siloed from the consulting side of the business. And they're just, they're clear delineations. They purposely divide them. And so you don't usually see people jumping from one to the other. So I didn't even think it was a possibility, which is why I interviewed. Um, but he gave me the opportunity and I jumped on it and I came here to the Sacramento office and I worked in tax for another year and a half or two. Um, and I loved it. Actually, it was even better than my audit experience. I had a great team that I loved working with. Um, and I got some phenomenal tax experience. I like to tell people that I worked on tax returns for everyone from, you know, mom and pop around the corner who have a great business that's coming along to, world-class athletes and multinational CEOs. It was honestly so cool. I got to do everything from corporate returns to individual to trust, estates, gift, tax, the whole nine yards. Learned a ton. Raised my hand for every opportunity that I thought might be applicable to doing wealth management and financial planning. And I just learned so much in that year and a half. So I'm honestly incredibly grateful that I got that opportunity. But the opportunity came because I put in the work before, because I did all that networking, because I made it known what my intentions were because I was purposeful in trying to get to my end destination. And I mean, it wasn't perfect. Like I thought I was going to be trapped in audit forever. In fact, I even went and I thought I was going to be trapped there because I, my wife and I used to joke, I would put out resume applications to big banks like Bank of America. So Merrill Lynch or Morgan Stanley or uh, the Capital Group or UBS, just because I wanted to get into wealth management so bad. I just kept applying all through my time at Ernst & Young, and I never heard a single thing. I may have applied to 200 jobs, and I probably went to 50 or more lunches with people just trying to make connections, tell them my story, see what they would recommend that I do, and then go and do it, whatever it was that they had recommended. So I went and got the my first level of my 
um, chartered financial analyst, the CFA designation. I passed my CPA exams. I was doing all these things just to try and work my way in there. But, you know, it's kind of the 80-20 rule. I did all this work and really only about 20% of what I did really moved the needle and got me to where I wanted to be. But I wouldn't have known what that 20% was. Um, Absolutely. And there's a lot of great insights there for anyone who is young in their career and really wanting to align their profession with their passion. You know, we have such a similar story that it, it speaks to positioning. You know, like like you said, it, it's a blessing to be able to align your work with your passion and the long-term growth that you seek, but it really comes about from the purposeful positioning that you do. It, it's going to have those informational interviews over lunch. It's going yep. to put yourself in the position. It's taking on the extra responsibilities that might not be directly applicable today, but they have, it will, it will cause just so much benefit in the future that you really have to start thinking. It's more like you deconstruct where you want to be and you look at the steps needed to get there. And it's exactly, it really is an amazing place. And I would tell any young professional or anyone who's listening that might still be attending college start today start now for sure you don't you don't have to know exactly where you're going to be five years from now if i told you when i was getting out of the army as a sergeant that five years later i would work at an international consulting firm where i got to value real estate every day i would have been off by a mile but it's the the act of starting it's the act of surrounding sure. yourself with mentors, finding people who are like-minded. And in like in your case, you found a person who is more senior that had that shared link of the school. And it's using those connections to form a relationship and first and foremost, not being afraid to reach out. Definitely. I completely agree with that. I, uh, as you're talking, uh, the, the one thing I will say is that it requires a lot of faith to do it. and it requires a lot of work. So when I was in public accounting, like I told you, my wife and I used to joke that every day I'd come home, she'd ask me, so how many jobs did you apply for? (laughs) I would do all my work during the day, but during lunch, I'd slip in and apply for like two or three jobs just because I wanted to see if anyone would bite because I was just so hungry for it. And uh, there's actually something to be said too about that. And I would tell people, you can apply to a position without having any intention of leaving your current role. And there's something to be said about knowing what your market worth is, knowing how you might be valued in other roles based off the experience you have. And and so it's, I I think that's a pretty cool thing to do is to apply at firms and it, it really, you can present yourself new ways. You can work on certain things. And so it's, it's a pretty interesting thing to think about from that perspective. For sure. I will say, um, as I was doing that in the course of that, I met, uh, like I said, I, I, I talk with people about my goals, my plans, trying to, you know, work in there. Cause one of the most important things you can develop in life is what you call relationship capital, right? Is just, and it's this idea of, as you get to know people, as you help them, they learn your story and they'll in turn likely help you as well. You, you do it from a selfless perspective, but um, I was talking with one of my seniors at Ernst and Young, and I, you know, I'm telling him about how I have these desires to do this wealth management thing long term. And he's like, "Oh, well, you know, some of the guys in that space they get the CFA 
designation. I'm like, what's the CFA? So we talk about the CFA and he's, oh, I just took the first level. I passed it. You know, congrats, man. That's so great. That's awesome. So we just have this brief conversation. I then go home. I do some research. Oh, okay. Yeah, this this could apply. Oh, this would be a great way for me to signal to the market that, hey, I'm I'm legit. I'm serious about this. Okay. I go back to my friend. Okay. So how did, how did it work? I ask him about, you know, how much time did he have to put into it? And I realized, okay, I'm going to have to wake up every morning and probably study for an hour or two now while I'm working 80 hour weeks at Ernst and Young. Okay. Well, how'd you pay for it? Oh, well, the firm paid for part of it. Okay. And I go back and I figure out, okay, it's going to cost me about a thousand dollars. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, better start saving for that, you know? And so it's just this methodical process of just having a little faith, taking a step saying, okay, this is what I want. I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there, but I know step one. Okay. Step one is go find someone who does it. Great. Go talk to them. How did you do it? Okay. Take one thing from that. Go do that one thing. And just step by step, you eventually find your way to a wonderful career and, and you know, great opportunities that things that you would have never anticipated start coming your way. Just taking one step at a time, putting in a little work, having a little faith and life happens. Absolutely. Building off that, there's so much that can be really derived through, like you said, that, that purposeful action one step at a time. I always tell people, thrive on routine. If you don't like a routine, make yourself like a routine. But oh, yeah. there, there's so much benefit of knowing at this time, I'm doing this. At that time, I'm doing that. For and sure. I always tell people, there's so many people who live their life in a reactionary, from a reactionary standpoint. Don't wake up with the bare minimum time to get yourself ready and out the door. Wake up earlier. Start your day by doing something self-development. A lot of, whether that be simply taking 15 minutes to clear your head and think, or mm -hmm. it be getting up earlier to get a workout in, or waking up an hour earlier so that you can go and study for something that you want to pass. I'm currently studying for the series 65 and as busy as I stay, you know, I'm pursuing my MBA six hours a semester. I work for a consulting firm. I have this podcast. I launched my own capital raising firm. I have a pregnant wife with two kids. Your life's not I, busy at all, huh, Derek? <laughs> not, at, not at all, but it, it, it's a matter of knowing what you want in setting your being intentional so about it exactly yep you have to work with intention you have to be purposeful behind your action but if you can commit to doing something preferably preferably more than one thing but just mm -hmm. you know there's a great app called commit to three and if you get that app, i've heard of it yeah well we should be accountability partners in there if you want to. i'd love that so what the app is it's called commit to three and you get accountability partners and on a daily basis you write three objectives that you are going to complete and it could be anything from hey i got my workout in today hey i studied for this today hey i edited the interview i just did it's three things that you can accomplish that will make material difference in your life and you would be surprised at how much you get done when you commit to three. Hmm. I like that. That's really cool. I'm definitely going to have to look that one up. 
All right, there you go, contenders. There's that quick snippet of that interview. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you found it valuable for those of you that are contemplating how to get out of the careers that you're currently in. If you did enjoy it and want to learn more just about me, feel free to run over to Derek's podcast, Capital Stack with Derek Reiner, to hear the rest of the interview. And uh, shoot me a message. Let me know what you thought of this bonus episode. Like I said, I really hope you guys enjoyed it. So, as always, thank you for listening. And remember, success leaves clues and contenders are always wanted. Always wanted.